You're listening to the Q's Podcast, episode number 10. Thank you so much for listening to the Q's Podcast. This is the place where we will talk to credit union industry leaders and cross-industry experts for a wide range of perspectives on trends and topics relevant to you. I'm your host, James Lenz, Q's Professional Development Manager. In today's episode, we will continue to explore our topic of segmentation and branching with credit union market researcher Ben Stanglin. Ben Stanglin is VP Operations and one of the principals of Weber Marketing Group based out of Seattle. We'll learn more about market research and what questions to consider in branching opportunities. So let's continue the conversation with Ben Stanglin. So, yeah. so when Weber Marketing gets to uh, meet clients, go through the process. Yeah. Because you said earlier, the range of experience and use of data mining to develop segmentation yeah. is, is quite broad. Yeah. Can you think of an experience where people's eyes were just opened up? They, they either <laughs> thought they were doing it uh, and they weren't using the right tools, but it takes a special... Yeah. Um, um, individuals that go through, to have the knowledge base yeah, to so go through it, that process. Is it, I mean, almost, has it ever been almost like emotional to see uh, how data can be so helpful? Because it's well, such a huge investment. Yeah, no, normally they're saying, wow, we should really think about hiring somebody that does data in marketing. And that's what's happening. I mean, that's what I'm seeing more of. I'm seeing specifically people internal that all their job is to look at data in a certain way. And those are fun conversations. I love it when somebody has somebody like that because we're speaking the same language. You know, we can talk about, you know, issues or hurdles openly. If that doesn't exist, normally I'm working with the, I'm handed for marketing life, lots of times to an IT department that is in charge of it. And I'll have limited questions that I can ask and filter through, but it, it is fun to have those uh, conversations. I'm seeing definitely more clients looking for help in that area and in, in hiring it internally and then taking what we have and, you know, flagging within their MCIF. So if we, for example, if we do a segmentation you know, study and we're saying these segments are who you should be targeting. And, you know, these are those people that are identified as those segments. People are going back into their NCIF, flagging those members so then they can track them a little bit differently and pull out different reports and saying, okay, this is actually, you know, this is how we're doing um, with this existing, these existing members. It is kind of fun stuff, but again, it, it goes back to you know, what do you want answered and what are you going to do with that information? You always have triggers. You can have, you know, set up certain triggers within, but for like emails or, or direct mail or, or whatever, but we just kind of start them on the path for whatever they want to do. Very, very interesting. <laughs> How did you come into this line of work? Yeah. Uh, what, what is your history? Yeah. So it started definitely with the need of branching. It started with branching with before segmentation. And I'm sure that there was data out there, but people were trying to figure out, you know, where should I place my branch beyond the common method that we're seeing at the time? You don't see it as much anymore, but they would say it would be a dot map of where their members live. And we all know that, you know, you love having a lot of members, but to be honest, they're not all equal on where their, you know, their importance is on products or what, right. they, you know, what their, whether they line up exactly with the credit union. Whether it's so just a check-in account. Or, yeah, it's just a check-in. Yeah, it could be just a savings account. Yeah, so, I this, so it's not all, it's not all equal. And so people are making these decisions, these big capital decisions on this, which just is crazy to me. And then 
also, you know, what we were talking about earlier of, you know, hey, this realtor has this great deal on this, this building and we can't, we shouldn't pass it up. We should put an offer in. So it started out of a need. We had Mark, Mark started the company 20, I believe 28 years ago. And at that time when I was brought in, so I mentioned earlier, I've been here for 16 years. At that time I was working with a third party and he just, they weren't giving us all the information that I felt we should have gotten. And they were making it really tough because we were taking this information and basically they were just producing a lot of math, but not doing any of the analysis and not asking the questions. So it kind of gets back to, you know, you have all this data and you can just shoot it out, but you need to know what questions you're trying to answer and where, where the story lies. And I just felt like we were just getting massive amounts of paper. So what ended up, I ended up going to Mark and saying, Hey, I think I can do this. My background was marketing research and operations. Ironically, I'm one of the few people that fell into my career choice of where I went to college, but, (laughs) but, uh, it was a big investment because we had to go back and invest in software. I didn't want to, obviously I'm not building this from the ground up, buying data from other sources and they're freely out there that you can go out and, and purchase, but we wanted to be able to kind of put our knowledge to it and be able to organize it and kind of that, all that grew into a segmentation. In the last three years, especially, segmentation has really picked up. Just everyone wants to know, you know, they have an idea of who their target market is. They think they know, or they say, hey, I, I want to target millennials. Like we hear this all the time. We want to target millennials, 18-year-olds. Well, not all millennials act the same. I mean, they have there's certain characteristics, just like not all baby boomers act the same. No, Not all Gen X people act the same. You have different characteristics that are shades in there. So how do you target those particular people that fit within that group? Um, and that's really the question. And so being able to figure out who you have and who you have now and who is coming, who's been coming recently, uh, is really important because that kind of shows you a little bit of trajectory and then figuring out who you want to attack or who you want to, you want to go after and marrying all those three <laughs> up. I won't say attack, <laughs> um, marrying all those three up. Yeah. So, you know, I think. Uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's kind of how I got started. And so I started, and I definitely started on the data side. It's been, it's been a fun ride. I, I love, I love the puzzles. In fact, I was talking, I'm working one, one right now, um, for a credit union. And I had, I was talking to her a couple weeks ago and she was talking to me about it just before we started on the project. And I said, I love these projects because they're like a big puzzle and you put them together and it's fun to see the results and it's fun to just see people, the reactions. Some people are like, this totally makes sense. I totally get, you know, I totally get this. It makes sense why we're targeting these people. It makes sense why we're going, why we should be going after this particular market. It concretes a lot of people's thoughts. And then sometimes there's some wild cards. Like I'm really, okay. Yeah, I see that. I, I probably wouldn't have jumped at it, but now that you you know brought it up, it makes sense. Uh, I get a lot of those which is fun because it's kind of, it's a little bit of an aha. Mm -hmm. Um, I think deep down, a lot of people kind of know they were like, Oh, you know, okay, well this, you know, no one's like saying, Hey, we're not going to put you in a bad area. And a lot of people that live in that market, they kind of know where a lot of the areas are that are good and kind of match what they think. So yeah, that's, it's just, it's fun. You got to have a foundation for developing business. Now you, Tomorrow uh, is yeah. the day we're going to step into the Q's School of Strategic Marketing. The Weber Marketing Group is just 
fantastic. I've been in a lot of the sessions. I'm glad to hear you say that. I actually haven't, I haven't been in one session yet. So the, <laughs> the I, I can just say from firsthand accounts of attendees, the solutions are there, strategies, it's action oriented. It's just an amazing experience and you need to be able to know what questions to ask. And so by going and attending, getting good, solid professional development, like the Q School of Strategic Marketing is such a critical component. It's just a step in the right direction because these are large investments. Uh, it's not a guessing game. It doesn't need to be a guessing game. And there's tools and there's information and strategies and ways to go about the process. So I appreciate you taking the time to interview with me today in Accused Podcast. And yeah. thank you very much, Ben. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast from Q's. For more talent development content from Q's, visit cues.org now. If you're a Q's member, you have access to invaluable membership benefits to further enhance your development. Visit cues.org slash membership to learn more. Q's is an international credit union association. Our mission is to educate and develop credit union CEOs, directors, and future leaders. To learn how Q's can help you realize your potential, visit cues.org today.